Hello, everyone. Welcome to my second podcast. My name is Amanda Cortez, and I am your host for all of the shows, all upcoming shows, unless I get a co-host and someone wants to come help me out. But just just a thought, you guys. So um, I actually got a lot of positive feedback off my last podcast, which made me super, super excited because I really didn't think people would even find it useful. Like I said in that last podcast, if at least one person finds it useful, then I will be the most happiest person ever. I didn't say in those words, but that was kind of the idea. And so many people reached out to me and it was the most fulfilling feeling ever. And it just made me um, super excited to keep going. And literally I walk around now throughout my day. I was like, oh, that could be a podcast idea. Oh, that could be a podcast idea. It gets me super excited and I'm super excited about what's to come and share with you guys. So like I said, I've been, I'm wanting to do a song with every beginning of the podcast. And today is actually going to have an ending song too. I have it I have it pretty lined up well. Today the song that I want to share with you guys is from Kali Uchis. Um, I don't know if you've heard of her. Hopefully you have. She's really great. The way I heard of her was a guy from town actually wrote me and was like, hey, um, I feel like you'd like this girl. And so I was like, okay. So I tried her out and I fell in love with her. I was actually going to go to Camp Flog and this was in 2016 and she was going to be there. So I was like, oh, perfect. Like you showed me her. She's going to be there. Like, let me get into her now. And then I saw her live and she was amazing. She she sounds exactly the same. And I love when artists can do that. And it's funny. It's a funny story about her set. Actually, when I went to go see her at Camp Flog, there was a girl who passed out right next to me. She was blue and she could not breathe and no one was doing anything. So my friend Isaac and I, um, he was like, dude, like this girl, he wasn't laughing, but he was like, dude, this girl's dying. And just before that, this was in October, I believe I had just got certified CPR certified at work. So I was like, you know what? I'm CPR certified. Everyone stand back. So I, I gave her a CPR and she was like, <gasps> she just came out panting and breathing and she was like I'm so sorry and I'm like girl you almost died like you don't have to tell me sorry but the paramedics came and they got her and this was all going on during the set and everyone around me was clapping and they're like oh yeah patting me on the backs it was it was pretty fun so when I think Kelly Uchis I think of Camp Fog of her set and then that's what I think of this song is called After the Storm and it features Tyler the Creator and it is an awesome song and I hope you guys like it and I hope you guys enjoy it. I One of her lines that she says that I really enjoy is, um, so if you need a hero, just look in the mirror. No one's gonna save you now, so you better save yourself. But um, hope you guys enjoy it. Here's a song, After the Storm. It's off her album that was released this year and it's called Isolation. So I hope you guys enjoy it and I'll see you guys when we come back. Uh, whatever goes around eventually comes back to you. So you gotta be careful, baby, and look both ways before you cross my mind.
flower boy that popped up on the scene Feeling better, better than ever Cause your umbrella, umbrella Sun is beaming on me like headlights beaming on Bambit Now let's pretend the street is a room and you are a Cameron Cause you draw me candy, the Tito to my Randy Now let's produce some thrillers, my chocolate with your vanilla on Welcome back everyone. I hope you guys enjoyed that song. It also features Bootsy Collins, which I forgot to add in the beginning, but um, I like that song because they kind of reference another song with from Tyler the Creator and Kali Uchi's See You Again. And in the beginning, you can hear him say, so you gotta be careful baby and look both ways before you cross my mind. Which in Flower Boy, the song See You Again says, I wonder if you look both ways when you cross my mind. So I thought that was cool. I love Kelly Uchu, she's a Colombiana and she takes great pride in her heritage and just everything she does. She takes great pride in being who she is. Yeah, that's her. That's off her album called Isolation, which is amazing. Anyways, I love that song. It helped me get through one of the a really tough time in my life. I like how motivated it made me. And what she talks about in the song is, I barely noticed it, but it ties in about what I'm going to talk about today. A lot of people ask me about my relationship with my daughter's dad and how is it becoming a single mom and is it hard? What are the challenges that I faced and how did I get through it? How do I continue to go through it? And would I change it? And I really feel that I was made to be a single mom. I was made to be um, there was, I wasn't made for it, but it's probably one of the best things that could have happened for me. As weird as it sounds, I know there's, you're probably thinking, who the heck wants to be a single mom? I didn't want to be a single mom. Like, I didn't plan like, oh, you know what, I'm going to have a kid and hopefully her dad leaves and I become a single mom. No, that's not what happened. I just made the best of my situation. I'm really thankful. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm going to talk about today. Um, I really needed everything that happened to me in the past two years. I needed it to happen to me and I'm so thankful that it happened to me. I just took all that and just made the best outcome of it. So that's what I talk about today. So first, I needed my last relationship because it just taught me so much about myself, who I was, who I wanted to be and what I expect, I expect for myself. Um, for starters, her dad and I met when I was 14 and he was 16. So we were both going on, I had just turned 15, like when we officially started dating and then he was 16 at the time, going on 17. So we were babies, like looking back now, I'm just like, who the heck let me date at that age? 
But um, once I found out I was pregnant, I got pregnant on, I found out I was pregnant when I was 16, like about to turn 17. And I, we moved out. I moved out of my mom's house. Um, we got an apartment in Lindsay and it was probably the worst apartment I've ever had in my life. But it was, we were young, we were, we didn't have anywhere to go. We just wanted to be like, all right, you know what? Like, we got to do this on our own. Like, I didn't want anyone involved because I didn't want anyone throwing it in my face. Like, you lived with me. Like, I did this for you while you were pregnant, blah, blah, blah. I didn't want any of that. I didn't want to help, any help from outside sources. Honestly, for me, it was good. I'm not saying like, if you live off your father-in-law or your mother-in-law or whatever, any help that you get, that's a bad thing. No, I'm not saying that. Just me personally, I didn't want that because I don't like hearing that. We moved out when I was when I was 16. It was hard. I left. I was living with my mom at the time, and my mom was a single mom of six kids, and I was the oldest of those six kids. So in a way, I kind of felt guilty for leaving. I was always surrounded by kids. You know, I love I love my little brothers and sisters, and that's all I knew growing up. And even like at that time when I got, before I got pregnant, I was like, I don't want kids. I've been surrounded by kids my whole life. I do not want kids. But it's funny because now I'm surrounded by kids all the time and I love kids. I love being surrounded by kids. So it's crazy how, like I'm saying, maybe that's my subconscious thought. Like being around kids makes me happy because growing up, that's all I was. I was always surrounded by kids. So maybe that's my subconscious thought. Maybe that's why I got into the, to the world of education and I love volunteering and all this stuff, all that good stuff. But um, going back anyway, um, it was hard. I didn't really have any outside relationships um, when I got pregnant due to the fact because I was ashamed and... A lot of people just talked about me in high school. It wasn't hard. Oh, I mean, I guess at the time it was hard. I was very, I was very sensitive to other people's opinions at that age. And when I found out I was pregnant, I just felt really ashamed. I really didn't enjoy my pregnancy at all, which I wish I would have now thinking back because I don't want any more kids, so. But her dad worked a lot. He worked all the time and um, I ended up finishing school early. I stayed home with my daughter. It would just be me and my daughter while her dad was at work. And we grew up quick. I grew up quick. I was already a stay-at-home mom, at a teenager, and cooking, ironing, cleaning, changing diapers. Like, life hit me pretty fast. And it wasn't until we moved out of Lindsay. When I finished high school, we moved. It was something way better from what we previously had. It was bigger, so my daughter had her own room. I still didn't have really any outside relationships with anyone, and I was still a stay-at-home mom. I was going to school. I was doing, I was at school for a while, and I was doing, I was going full-time, and I, it was good. I liked it at the beginning. This was like my first year of college. I enjoyed it. I got good grades. Um, I was very motivated, and I don't know what happened. It's just, after that semester, I just, I gave up on myself. We started having problems, my, my ex and I. Um, I noticed I was becoming very clingy. I was, in a way, jealous of him because he would work, he'd had friends at work, and he'd have his friends still that he went to high school with, and I felt like I didn't. I didn't have anyone we would I wasn't really close to my family at that time. He would just do his thing and I'd be I'd be home because I didn't really have relations, like I'm saying, like outside of, of him and my daughter. If you knew me back then, I lived for them too. 
which isn't a bad thing. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I didn't have that balance of my own life and, and that life. It was just them. My world re revolved around them too. And it took a toll on me. It took a negative toll on me. It, it was just bad. We, we got tired of each other because we didn't do anything. We didn't, we didn't experience life. Like I'm saying, we met at such a young age. We, we were just always around each other and none of us had a relationship outside of each other. I just, I, although I wasn't, I wasn't unhappy. I was just not fulfilled. I wasn't satisfied with what I had done with my life, um, what was happening in my life. And it made me very bitter. I was stuck inside all day with a baby. I'm not saying like, in my case, it, it, I just wasn't satisfied. Um, I love my daughter. I like that's that's not where I'm going with this, but I love my daughter. I just wanted more of myself and I was disappointed in myself of where I had been at that time. I like I wouldn't leave my situation because it wasn't bad. Like there wasn't there was no abuse. There was no we wouldn't cuss at each other. We wouldn't you know, it wasn't like that. So I would just be like, God, why am I so unhappy? And I didn't figure I couldn't figure it out. And it was so frustrating. I remember I would just cry to my family members and I would just just be so angry and so so hostile I was very negative I was just a negative person although we experienced some like some fallouts we experienced a lot of fallouts actually it I just wouldn't leave like my whole family would be like you can't leave because this is this is your husband this is who you decided to be with this is the daughter the father of your child like if you leave what are you going to do no one's going to love your daughter or you the way that he loves you and so i believed it i was like yeah you're right like you know this is th these are my decisions and this is what i have to deal with this is these are the consequences to my decisions and this is just my life and so i accepted it it got to a point where we were just fighting really bad. I He wouldn't want to be home. I wouldn't want to be home. And we just didn't enjoy each other's company anymore. And I remember just crying to my dad. And I'd be like, Dad, like I don't know why I'm so unhappy. Like, my life's not that bad. He was just like, I don't know, like, just, just pray. And that's all he told me. He was like, just pray. And so I prayed. I was like, God, like, Please just make me happy. I don't want to be this person. I don't want to be unhappy because I'm unhappy. I'm taking it out on, on everyone around me, including my daughter. I wasn't like spanking her, abusing her. I just wasn't happy and I wouldn't be so um, interactive with her. And I didn't want to be that kind of mom. I didn't want to be that kind of person in general. And so I prayed and I was just, God, just make me happy. Whatever it is, just make me happy. And I swear, two weeks later, my ex leaves me. And I am so taken by it. I'm like, what? Like, like we, we fought, but, but I don't get it. Like, what did I do? I blamed myself. I was like, what did I do? Like, I'm sorry, please. Let's, I begged him and I begged him and he was just, no. I'm like, no, I don't want to do it. I can't do it anymore. I just felt like my whole world was coming down. And then he moved out. He went to go live with his dad. And um, I stayed with my daughter and I at our apartment and I was a mess. I remember crying to my grandma 
Like, I don't know what to do. I don't, I, I didn't have a job. I had just started a, a, the job that I'm working at right now, honestly. I got hired in March and him and I separated in March. And so I had no money. I had no car. Everything was in his name. Um, I didn't even have a bank account. I, like I'm saying, I depended solely on him. I, when he left, I was a mess. And I don't even remember what my grandma told me but at that time, but that's how I remember that me saying stuff like that so vividly, like I'm nothing without him, like I'm not gonna do this, I can't do it, I don't know what to do, I don't know where to go, I don't know where to turn, I don't I just felt lost. I felt I was just super hopeless. And then a few weeks, like I think a week or two go by and then I, I understand why he left. And I it just I was like, oh okay. So after that, I was like, all right, you know what? It wasn't me. It wasn't anything that I did. It was his decision. It was what he wanted. And I stopped blaming myself finally. Um, so after that, my taxes came in. And I was like, all right, you know what? I have enough money to buy me something, buy me a car to get me to work. And I have enough to pay my rent. So that's what I did. And with that money, I bought a car, I paid my rent, I got enough to get us through, my daughter and I through for, with diapers, with, with, with food, enough to get us through until my next payday. And that's what I did. It's crazy because it took such a toll on me. I was so stressed out, I, I wouldn't eat because I was sick to my stomach, I, was, I had anxiety, I was just, I was a mess. Um, when my daughter's dad and I were together, I weighed 115 pounds. I was still tiny, but after the breakup and like I said, I couldn't eat. I was just sick and nervous to my stomach. And I ended up, I weighed like 95, 97 pounds when him and I split up. It, it's amazing. It's not amazing, but it's insane what what situations like this can do to you mentally, emotionally, and physically. I was like, all right, you know what? So after my, our lease was up, I tried signing our lease, like just mine and my daughter's as tenants, but I couldn't. They're like, you can't, blah, blah, blah. And so I ended up moving out of that apartment and um, I lived with my, with my grandma. And so I went from an apartment to just being in a little room. And it was just, I swear, there was just enough room for, for our bed that we had. And it, it took a toll on me emotionally because I'm like, I felt guilty. I felt bad because I was like, my daughter, here my daughter has had her own room. And here she is like having to, to share a room. But at that time, she didn't even care. Like at that time, it was just me me making the situation bigger and worrying about things that weren't even realistic because she's, she's, she was a baby. She didn't care as long as she had me. Like, that's all that mattered to her. But me, um, making myself feel worse was worried about stuff that was non-existent, situations that weren't even, problems that weren't even there. So I ended up with that car that I had bought. I had bought it off some guy in LA, which was probably the worst thing that I could have done, but it was cheap, so there was a reason it was cheap. I'm lucky it even got me from LA to here. That was the first time I drove from LA, and it was in at night, and I was super scared, but I was super happy because I had got a car. I was like, yes, I have a car, I have something. So when I came back, that car was horrible. It was horrible, horrible, horrible. 
I remember just driving to work, it would turn off on me like quick. And I'd be so scared. I remember being driving to work from on the highway on the 65 and it turned off on me. I pushed my car from the 65 to the side of the road and just cried. I li would literally just cry and be like, dude, what did I do so wrong and to deserve what I'm going through right now? And um, I would call my dad and be like, dad, like, I'm going to be late to work. I, I need a ride. So he would come from Porterville, take me to work, and then he'd pick me up from work. And um, I would call my boss. And thankfully, she was very, very understanding. She'd be like, no, just it's OK. I'll, I'll have your kids here. I'll line them up. I'll take them to do what they need to do. And you get here when you can. And I was like, all right, thank you. So um, she I'd get there and I'd be a mess I'd be crying I'd have kids be like what's wrong and I'm like I'm not gonna tell them I just be like you know what? I'm like I'm okay and thankfully I I have a I have a job where I I enjoy being there I like being around the kids the kids honestly helped me get through some of the toughest times in my life because they're just kids they don't dwell and they don't they're not constantly asking me what's wrong are you okay or feeling pity for me they're just hey let's go have fun and it makes me have fun so the car, it was a mess, it was, it was horrible. I remember one time my car turned off on me again right here um, while I was paying a loan that I had took out. And I turned the corner right here um, to turn into to Food for Less on Henderson. So I turned that corner and it turned off on me. And I'm like, oh my God. So again, I had to get out of my car, I pushed it and I had a Stratus, it was a Dodge Stratus. Anyway. I pushed it and right when I looked up, I see my ex driving in the car with, with his new girlfriend. And I remember like just feeling so angry and so bitter and they didn't see me. I, he doesn't even know that I saw him. So, and um, I kept trying to turn on my car, I would not turn on. Um, there was a guy next to me who was asking if I need help and he had his cables and we tried it, nothing worked. And I called my dad crying and I'm like, dad, like, I don't, like, my car's messed up. I just saw freaking, I saw my ex and I saw her and he, he's like, ah, like, he, he literally groaned out of frustration. And I waited there in the heat because I had no AC. My car wouldn't turn on. So I waited for him. We got a tow truck and nothing was working. And so I was carless for a while. And then my friend, um, her boyfriend at the time was, well, they both offered me, they're like, well, we have a car that is just, like, we don't need it. It's just, we're just paying the payments. Like, you could take over payments if you want. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. So I did it. And this is the car that I currently have, still have right now. But um, there, I was like, I don't have any money, though. Like, I just put all the money that I had into this stupid car. And it didn't work. They're like, no, it's okay. Like, just take over the payments. We wouldn't feel right taking money from you anyway. So I was so, so thankful and that was the first time that literally um, that quote, like, if they take something away from you, it's because something better is coming. And that was the first time that that became evident to me. I was like, all right, you know what? I got my car. Um, I got a steady paycheck coming in now. Like, what else do I need? And I was like, you know what? I need an apartment. So uh, this is around fall time now. And um, I was like, all right, I have my, I have my car. I have my, I need to get my apartment. I need to get my own space for my daughter and I. And um, that was all I wanted, just to give my daughter her room again. 
I looked everywhere. I said, I don't know how, I don't know where, but I'm going to have an apartment in the next few months, in the next couple of months. And I, I remember tweeting that. I was like, I will have an apartment in the next few months. And I kept saying it, I kept believing it. And I looked everywhere. I had no luck in some places. And finally I got, I get a call back from the apartment that I'm currently recording this in right now. Um, it's a two bedroom. So I was so happy because I was like, oh, I can give my daughter her room again. This, this was the second time that I, that I manifested something that I really wanted, that I believed in, in getting. I was just so happy. I remember um, looking at it and, I'll, and it was just perfect timing because when I got this apartment, it was in, it was around January and um, it was around tax season. So I'm like, all right, I don't have anything. I don't have anything for my old apartment. I don't have any of my daughter's old stuff. And I just wanted to start fresh. And so I got this apartment and I got it right when my tax money came in. So I, everything in this apartment right now is brand new, is new. It's nothing from my old apartment. It's like a fresh start. And like looking back, it just amazes me at all the good things, all the stuff that I wasn't going to have again, all the things that I believed that I wasn't going to have again. And um, I just felt hopeless. And then to have my own place again and to know that I did it, it's not because of anyone saying, oh, like, well, so I helped you. Like, I'll always give thanks to my grandma, but I got this apartment by myself. I got everything in this apartment by myself, and it's mine, and it's, it's such a fulfilling feeling. Now people ask me, like, was it hard? Like, would you, would you get back with him? Is there anything, like, that I would change? No. I, I needed all of this to happen. I needed every single bad thing that happened to me within those past couple years to happen to me. And even though I wasn't unhappy, I was, I was just, I wasn't satisfied. I became comfortable in my situation. Like I said, I wouldn't, I would not leave. All because I was scared of change. All because I was comfortable in how I was already. I was like, you know what? I'm I'm pretty set. Like he's he was going through the police academy at the time. I was like, he's gonna be a cop. I'll be fine. Like I stopped. Like I said, I stopped trying in school. I ended up just dropping out, and I just gave up on my dreams. And I was just comfortable. I refused to leave because I was comfortable. Um, it took him to leave for me to be like, all right, you know what? Snap out of it. Get get your shit back together get it done, remind yourself of what you wanted, and do it. This was, uh, although all these bad things were happening to me, um, I was going through it with, with, we went from never cussing at each other to that's, after we split up, that's all our messages were. And it was horrible. I, it was very toxic. It wasn't it wasn't healthy for either of us, especially for my daughter. We wouldn't fight in front of her, but we wouldn't even acknowledge each other whenever it was like his turn to get her or my turn to get her. And um, although all these bad things were happening, it was the beginning of me finding myself. I Before, if you had asked me, what do you like to do for fun? I could not have given you an answer. I didn't know what style like, I had never been to a concert. I had, had not done so many things. 
it, it just felt, I was starting to hang out with my friends again. I had met new people. I had just experienced new foods. I tried, I went to new places. I drove, I drove all over California by myself. And this was really a moment where, where I found myself and I was becoming so happy. I remember, um, my aunt telling me, I can see you're happy. And if I can see you're happy, your daughter can see you're happy. And if she can see that you're happy, she can feel happy. She can be happy. And if you knew Layla before, she was very antisocial. She did not like talking to people. She did not, I would not leave her anywhere because she didn't like being anywhere. It was just, like I said, it was just her and I all the time. She was stuck in a house too. We we wouldn't do anything. It's just, it's just amazing because now, now that I'm happier, now that I know what I know, I could give Layla everything she asked for physically, but I learned, I really learned the importance of just being there and being happy, being present and loving her. That has made such a big difference. Layla is so active now. She's so, she talks more. She's happier now. She dances. She, she knows who she is. And it makes me teary-eyed because before, none of us, neither of us were like that. And I feel now I'm leading by example. It really takes the most uncomfortable situations for the best outcomes. Like that song from Kaliuchi says, she says, because after the storm is when the flower blooms. And it, it's so true. I've experienced it. Like I've witnessed it countless times. I know what I want now. I'm, I'm not afraid to demand more of myself and to demand the same expectations of other people to treat because you really do you teach people how to treat you and but back then when I was with my ex I was very I was vocal but I was also timid I was this person deep down but there was another version of me who was very like for example if I had an opinion and someone shot it down like they shot it down I say I stayed down there I wouldn't defend myself I wouldn't speak up for myself I was very just like, okay, okay, you know. I was very scared of just everything. All this is because I needed all of this to happen. God really answered my prayers when I said, just make me happy. Like he, he was like, all right, you, you asked for it and it really happened. And I'm not saying like, you have to leave your, your ex or you have to leave your lover in, in order to be happy. No, that's not what I'm saying. But for me, that's because I knew I was becoming comfortable. I wasn't expecting anything of myself anymore. I wasn't giving myself the life that I wanted and that I truly, that I felt that I deserved. Um, cause I wasn't a bad person, but I was living a mediocre life because I settled. I was scared of changes. I was scared of, I was just very insecure overall. That's what it is. I was just insecure. I'm just, I'm just happier. I'm a happier person. I, I've learned so much and in order, and from me, I've learned what I wanted, what I expected myself, what I'm capable of doing, that I can handle situations, any situation that's thrown at me. And I've learned to make the best out of every situation, whether it be negative or positive. I've learned that I'm going to learn something from each encounter that I have. And there's a quote from Jay-Z that says, see how the universe works. It takes my hurt and helps me find more of myself. It's a gift and a curse. And I know what I, who I am now. I know what I want. I know where I'm going. And like I say, this, I needed this because I was comfortable in my situation. I was comfortable with being comfortable and, and settling. 
Like I forgave him. There's no hard feelings with her dad and I at all whatsoever. I forgave all of that. And it is really, it is a hundred percent true, a thousand percent true when they say forgiveness is for you and not for the other person. Ever since then, like I've been able to live better um, and have a better, like in reality, we need, cause we're going to deal with each other for the rest of our lives. And it, in reality, it needs to be civil and okay for our daughter's sake. Cause no one brought her into this world, but we did. And it's not her fault. She shouldn't have to suffer because of our petty pettiness. And I dealt with that. He dealt with that. And we agreed. We're like, you know what? We don't want this for our daughter. So that's, it's, it's, it's the best thing, honestly, for her. Because she deserves, she came into this world owing no one anything. We decided to bring her into this world, you know? So she, she deserves to have a peaceful life while I'm still in charge of that. Like like I said, being a sing becoming a single mom was the best thing that could have happened to me because I love life now. I enjoy life. I this is who she sees. I can teach her to love life. And my daughter gets to see this woman and can look up to this woman who is this woman. I love this woman way more than the woman I was back then. And this is who she gets to see. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but I'm way better than I was back then. And I'm only going to get better. And so that means that she's only going to get better. And it's exciting for me. Although people may pity single moms and be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, don't feel sorry for me. I'm happy. I'm fine. When I'm happy and I'm fine, I know my daughter's happy. And in, in, in all reality, that's all that matters to me. So yes, I needed my last relationship in order to get my daughter and in order to teach me all this about myself. I, I love my life. I wouldn't change my life or anything that I went through. For anything because in reality it, it shaped me and molded me into this person that I am today and I am so in love with her and I love who she's becoming and where she's going and it just gets me excited. This was kind of more personal. I almost cried like three times so hopefully you guys can't tell. If you're going through something hard and going through something going through trials right now and you feel like you don't understand like like I said there were many times where I'm just like why is this happening to me? It's because something better is coming along the way. And as cheesy as that sounds, I know it sounds cheesy. I didn't believe. It's hard to believe at that time when you're going through it, but I've experienced it countless times. And it's the truth. Um, better things are coming. There's another quote. I don't know the words exactly, but it says, olives are, olives are pressed to make the purest oil. Grapes are squeezed to make the finest wine. Roses are something to make the most sweetest fragrance. So if you feel like you're being pressed against right now, that's that's good. That means something great is coming. Don't give up. Trust me, there's plenty of times where I felt like I just wanted to give up, quit. But when you stick around, you you can see, you'll be able to stick around and see all the good things that are coming your way. That's That's my conclusion. And if you're going through it, you'll get through it. Um, I'm going to send you off with another song that I've related to so much it kind of talks about like what I talked about right now just I love who I am and this song um I feel like she just took the words out of me too the song is called confidently lost by Sabrina Claudio I hope you guys enjoy it and I'll see you guys next time
Cause I'm not 